Because America, fuck yeah. yeah. America, go fuck yourself. <laughs> not, how, not how it goes. That's how it goes. Not how it goes. Tim McGraw. America, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't think he ever said that. No. Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are we are so happy and blessed to be here with you Praise on this be. Thursday. Praise be. Praise be to you and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was going to say, where, where's he going <laughs> to go? Like, I was like, I got nothing. I, I don't just, know where he's going to go with this. I don't know where I'm going to go with it. So, it's, I mean, you're reinforcing Wayne's theory. That's all it is. Wayne, you know it's not true. Right, buddy? Right? <laughs> well, when he's on, you guys can discuss that. Yeah. I, I would love for him to explain to me how I'm a funny Christian because I maybe I am I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, dude, yeah, am I really? I love love the fact that if Wayne comes on, you might have a self realization and just completely turn your whole life. And around. I'll, no, I'll just be like, dude, I am so sorry. I'm sorry to everybody. <laughs> Apparently, I am, and I never wanted to be. So oh, my bad. That might be the whole podcast episode when he comes on. Is just <laughs> him explaining to you. I come in and it's just he's an gonna inter- he's gonna Wayne explain it. <laughs> Wayne explain. It's going to be an intervention, essentially. <laughs> Doug, that we just happened to record. Doug, you're a fundy Christian. Fuck! I knew it! <laughs> Doug, I'm going to read you a letter. No! I wrote. No! I want you to listen because it's very important. It's going to start with uh, one of my favorite uh, passages from Job. <laughs> <laughs> and it's then it's just uh, Arrested Development. It's <laughs> like Arrested Development. <laughs> like, okay. I'm all right with this. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I wanted to, to start off with a buddy of mine from high school, um, Mr. John Fern. Uh, oh, is this the shit you've been posting lately? This is fantastic, yes. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm like, what's going on here? He started a hashtag, which I think is hysterical, mm-hmm. and I want to go through some of these, and then I want to turn it, I want to open it up and see if you if you can come up with some throughout the episode. Right. Uh, just, you know, put I'll, them out there. I'll open you up. And I'll, Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> and I also want to put it out to the listeners. Uh if if you know uh, you want to jump into this, we'll when we post the episode, we'll we'll hashtag this again uh, on Twitter and on Facebook, and I want you guys to throw out any any hashtags you can get. It started out so the hashtag is hashtag skeptical lyrics, and it started out with actually having like taking lyrics. We we when we talked about a sketch that was similar mm-hmm. to this a few weeks ago. Okay, where we're taking literal lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is skeptical lyrics, and so taking a lyric and being like, you know, do you really, basically turning the lyrics into being skeptical about what they're singing to you, and from there it just kind of devolved into conversations (laughs) around lyrics, Um, so I'll give you some examples here. Um, uh, I'm trying to find some that uh, will be, here we go, should I call or not? I don't do maybes, plus we just met. I'm having a really hard time reading this, reading these signals. Hashtag skeptical lyrics. Call me maybe, right? I got it. Which is fun. Um, why do you... No, that one's not, no. Um, <laughs> are, I appreciate Are sweet that. dreams really made of these? Hashtag skeptical lyrics. Um, and then one of the, oh, the Ed Sheeran song, Shape of You. Are you really in love with the shape of me or are you just saying that? Hashtag skeptical lyrics. This just actually sounds like questionable lyrics. No, you're skeptical at what they're saying. You're asking questions every time. 
one of my favorite ones that I that I that I posted. Oh, what's here, Justin? Is uh, if I'm being honest, I feel like you really don't want to. I feel like you don't really, really, really want to zig a zig ah. Oh, Hashtag God. skeptical Larry. <laughs> when I had to go deep in the Spice Girls cut for that one. There you go, man. <laughs> Got to find it. Do you really want to fuck me like an animal? Skeptical lyrics. Hashtag skeptical lyrics. Hashtag I'm in. <laughs> or you could go, you say you want to fuck me like an animal, but I don't really believe it. Hashtag skeptical lyrics. <laughs> that or you say you want to fuck me like an animal, but which one? <laughs> oh, that's the thing. I want to ask Trent Reznor that. I want to go, hey, look, Trent, sit down. When you say I want to fuck you like an animal... Which animal? Yeah, because what are we talking about here? It's either going to be really bland or really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because we talk, sometimes, you know, when you're done, the female might kill you and eat you. You know, that happens. I'm saying, do you want me to, do you want to be killed and eaten yeah. by a female? Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Trent? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. I mean, some birds have to put on some fantastic display before they get to, you know, have some sweet, sweet loving. Exactly. You know? Porcupines have to be very careful. Right. Exactly. That's just science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's math. That's math, Trent. It's <laughs> math. Trent. So. Trent. I uh, am going to extend a uh, invitation to Trent Reznor uh, <laughs> whenever he would like to come on <laughs> yeah. and explain this to us. Trent, you're more than welcome. We will have you on here. We, we will make we will clear space in our schedule for you, Trent. You know what? We're kind of busy, so we'll see what we can do. I mean, let Send us a few person, options. Yeah. We'll Let's not we lock do. ourselves in, but I feel like yeah. we might. We'll do our best to move. I might have a show. I don't know, dude. Maybe, right. I'll, I'll see if I get you some tickets. <laughs> You're an adult. <laughs> I should not have to let you know should you stay or should you go. Hashtag skeptical lyrics. That's not skeptical, though. That's what I'm saying. It turned into more of just like, look, I'm questioning your lyrics. It's questionable lyrics, really. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, just, that was just you saying, hey, hey, I'm not the boss of you. You do what you want. Stop asking me your questions. That's like an annoying... Coworker, it's like, hey man, should I stay? Should I go? I don't fucking care, Randy. Do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not your dad. I need to know though. No, I don't give a shit. I hate that song too, by the way. Sing it like that. That's just maybe because I heard that all the almost every day at the hotel. There's a couple of songs that showed up like all the time on the '80s mix that they played, where I was like, ugh, drove me crazy. That it, was one of them. The the mixes and like the container store had the same thing where you the Ugh. mixes that some retailers will do or when you're when you're piping in that uh, that corporate radio yeah. is just miserable. Oh, it was, it, miserable! It, it wasn't even like you know they said it was a station, but it wasn't a station. It was the same goddamn playlist, right? What they'd always play. You because yeah, maybe it was on shuffle. But it was the same goddamn songs you'd hear every day. There was a time where you could definitely, like, on a Tuesday at 4 o'clock, you could predict what song was going to be coming on at the container mm-hmm. store. You absolutely knew. There was no randomness about this. Yeah, there was also another weird... Before we went to 80s, There was it was just like some sort of like alternative rock station they played. And there was a song that had a chorus that went, Smooth like butter, sharp like a cookie. And we, sharp? And we were like all like... Cookie. We were all like... What? Okay, smooth like butter makes sense. Sharp like a cookie? Have you ever figured out what song that is? Someone, because we could, we like intensive Google searches were hard to find this particular song, which I thought also was mysterious. Yeah. Uh, someone was able to find it at one point in time, but I had heard it so much that I didn't want to, didn't really care for it. Was it, was the lyric actually sharp like a cookie? Yeah. Or was it one of those where you guys thought that was the lyric like, and it ended up like being. Like pour some shook up ramen, you know, what? instead of pour some sugar on me. What was the thing you said? Pour some shook up ramen. 
Pour some shook up. Pour some shook up ramen. Is that what you thought it was? No, that was on a commercial years ago. (laughs) I was like, what? Back when they had some sort of like stupid text service before like Google was really that important where yeah, people yeah, would yeah. text questions to the service and they would oh find the answer God, to you. Oh my God, yes. And this guy was like... What a what a garb... I totally forgot about you that. remember that? Holy shit, If yes. you have a question, send it to us and we'll send you the answer. Right, we'll research it and send you the answer. So we'll Google it and get back to you. <laughs> essentially, that's what it fucking was. It was, really, it was essentially before smartphones... It was yes. the equivalent of call, calling your buddy at home yeah. and going, hey, are you by your computer? Yeah, can you look this up? Look this up for me because it's driving me nuts. Yeah. You just had people by computers all day. Can you imagine what it was like working on that Dude, environment, Dude, you want to talk about customer service and like that sort of shit. Can you imagine the kind of fucked up stuff people probably sent? I would love, oh my God, if anyone is listening who worked at a, a, worked at whatever ah, that... Ah fucking company was that service was please you mean the two dudes that worked there yeah right exactly i would love i would love nothing more than to get someone up uh, just just hear some stories about the I, fucked up i shit just want to go in the files with the dick questions right like, i mean people are like uh what's uh what's a duck's dick look like <laughs> like because right, how do you just des- you have to describe that back to them or it's like what's you know <laughs> uh, steve says that their dicks corkscrew is that true they are by the way their dicks are corkscrewed because really? the duck's of a female, the vagina, is uh, basically to prevent people, uh, people, uh, ducks <laughs> from essentially, like, the ducks have to earn it, essentially, to get in there. Because here's the thing, uh, ducks like to rape. Like, they're not very good. Like dolphins? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're also known to kind of be uh, necro. They, they'll, they'll hump a dead corpse, too. They're not, they're not against that. Did not know this about ducks. So, a duck's uh, vagina is sort of like a labyrinth. So a duck's weird. All right, guys, hold on real quick before you keep going. <clears throat> Kids, sit down. It's time for Doug stories. Yeah, it's actually a sweet song I'm writing called "Your Vagina's Like a Labyrinth." <laughs> In parentheses, I want to get to the center. I I will buy that. <laughs> I will buy that single. So the idea is that you know, as a duck is you know unwarranted in in its affection. It's a labyrinth to get there, so it's really hard for them to... Can't just pop in yeah, and pop out. Yeah, they have to like, yeah. and go all the way They've got to do some spinny move yeah, and like partially exactly. fly and, yeah. And we know this because of the service. That's why. That's how it got That's the there. only way. I mean, otherwise, we would never have known. Otherwise, we would have had to stick with Yahoo Answers. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember Ask Lycos? Oh, Ask Jeeves? And, well, there's Ask Jeeves, but there was also like a or Go Fetch or something like with yeah, Lycos. yeah, yeah. 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 It was the dog. Yeah, it was really weird. Like the idea Ask of, Jeeves never worked for me. It was a ever. terrible, terrible search engine. Because yeah. the idea was asking a question, which makes sense now. Right. But in those times, I was like, this doesn't seem like the best way to find what you want. Right. And it never right. really seemed to work. Because with Google, the funny thing is like seeing what else pops up. Right. <laughs> or to be like... Oh, cool. Like, everyone else is probably asking this exact same question. Yeah, with the autofill answers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Those it's are, like, yeah. oh, this is so cool. The thing Thank that you. creeps me out, and I'm and if there's any techies out there that, that can confirm this, please comment uh, on any of the social medias because I would love to know. I'll be talking about something with someone in conversation. I'm like, let me look that up, and it'll be very obscure, very mm-hmm. random. And I'll type in the first three letters, the first word, and it will autofill the exact phrase I was going to type in. And it creeps me out. So I feel like my phone's on. I feel like Google is constantly listening to me mm-hmm. and is just ready ready to roll whenever I need it. Technology. It freaks me out a little bit. Does that ever happen to you? No. Never. 
I don't have those kind of weird conversations. I find that hard to believe. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call bullshit on that one. I never. Have I've to... heard your conversation. Well, I know I've all been the a answers. Part of your conversation. I know all the answers, and I don't have to look them up. You're being very difficult with it. Douglas. In your endo. Did not say anything about that. Up your butt. I what? Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> so is your face. What? What? In the butt. <laughs> Speaking of technology, <laughs> did you know that one of the largest automated industries that's about to take place is in the trucking tr- trucking industry yeah look at that yeah google just i'm like that google <laughs> maybe it's me am i google did Are i just google? crack the matrix you know what google is google is that annoying guy that finishes finishes all your jokes before you uh, get to say the punchline punch line. yeah <laughs> well done. that's what google is you're like i want oh fuck they don't fill it for me well it's not fun anymore well, shit they already know what i'm gonna what i'm gonna ask <laughs> right yeah so yeah, how interesting is that? that- I, well, I, yeah, I saw because uh, uh, my old man, my old man thing I like to do is every Sunday morning I sit down and watch the CBS Sunday mornings. Oh Jesus Christ! It's a wonderful show. Okay, it really is. Um, it's a nice fucking break from all the other bullshit that's out there and all the other like shitty shit, mm-hmm. and it makes you feel good. <laughs> the old Doug. shitty shit, the old shitty shit, shit, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I saw they they did a whole thing on um, on autom- automation and how. Uh, Every industry, essentially, at this point, can be automated. Mm-hmm. And that was one that they chose as, like, the, the focal point of the piece that they did. And it was really fucking interesting. Like, yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I had no, driverless, driverless cars and everything, but that is a whole nother... When you're traversing those windy roads and the mountains and the different weather conditions and you're hauling that much weight, it it freaks me out a little bit that... Uh, that they have driverless trucks or they're automating the trucking service. Well, it makes sense from a corporation standpoint because you don't have to – there's no legal sort of requirements for, hey, you can only drive for X amount of hours and stop. Sure. Shit just continuously goes. Yep, yep. And if you don't have to worry about if it's like an electric car or something like that or something that runs on some sort of solar power, you know, fuel costs are going to be very minimal as far as like how to run True. the machine itself. So continuous stuff like that is great. Of course, there's the giant fear because right now automated cars aren't at their peak yet. Oh, no, yeah. They're still in their infancy, so there's some... There's been a few things in the news recently about uh, some mishaps with those. Sure. Yeah. Because I think, and I think we talked about this before, really for me, the only way that's really going to work or I'm going to feel great about that is if we have to get past the, oh, not, majority of people are either driving by themselves or... Um, like they're being automated, or they're just driving on their own. Like we 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 gotta we gotta find it. Can't be like half and half. We can't have half people in self driving cars and half people driving for, because I feel like oh, I the rules saying. of the automated car are not going to match with what actual people are doing, right? Which is going to cause more problems. Yeah, you we either only, all have to adopt it and just get on board with it. You can only have so much predictive technology. Yeah, and people. You can't really predict what someone's going to do. So there's, yeah. If everything's automated and we can trust the system to not get hacked and everything else, um, then I would feel more comfortable. But the, but the slow incremental stuff, I'm going to be like, I don't know, man. Yeah, because that's the yeah, that's going to be the 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 craziest thing. Because if I mean, I guess the problem wouldn't I guess be caused technically by the cars, unless the automated cars. It'd be more. It would be more. I would fear. It depends. You'd have to look at probably some sort of data if there was an accident, like what caused the automated device to do what it did. Right. I guess I, I only go back to hacking. Like all, oh, all I can think about is like, well, something got hacked and it slammed into a school bus. Sure. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's very, very possible that that could happen. But um, 
you know, I, I would I find that interesting too because also trucking is one of the largest uh, industries uh, for jobs. Is well, it really? It's one of the largest, I think, I want to say for, I can't remember the demographic. I don't know if it was just men or if it was like white men specifically. Okay. But it's like a significant like job industry. I had no idea there was that many. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense. I just, I never thought. I never considered it before. Well, you think about how many trucks you see all the guy in time. And and Jill's dad is a former truck driver as well. Is he retired now? um, I think he's actually trying to get back into it. He he works, but at a a small business uh, doing some stuff. But he used to haul gas. He used to haul cattle and livestock. And it was just him. And there was a lot of money to be made in doing that. And people are doing that all the time. Yeah. So you I mean, think you really, about you really think about you don't. I guess you don't consider when you're on the road. You see all those trucks that there's there's a, someone behind it, exactly behind the wheel. There's always and there's like large companies. There's independent people that do it on their own. Yeah. So if that were to be fully automated, that would fuck that job market right in the pooper. Right. right. Well, in this, they were showing something where there was still someone in the cockpit, but they weren't like they were. They could override the control system and take it back themselves. But I don't. I don't. I was only half paying attention at the beginning when they were talking about that part, mm-hmm. and I, I I can't remember why. But the guy seemed comfortable. The truck driver seemed comfortable with the fact that his truck was automated, mm-hmm. and I can't remember exactly why he needed to be there or if something. I there there was a reason, but I do you think can you strike a happy medium between still having someone in the car to pilot or to operate? Like letting it drive itself, but then they are doing other things. Or well, I could see, I, and I see in the relatively near future that they're just going to fully automate it and be like, we don't need anybody in there. Yeah, I mean that's probably the goal, just because you know they feel like if it's if it's automated, and we're I, and I think the yeah. goal with technology, and I think this is something that's interesting with the economy because I've heard this on Joe Rogan's podcast. I forget which guest said it, but the goal with technology is to automate. The mundane things when right. it comes to like businesses, because um, not only is it difficult for humans to stay focused mm-hmm. to do those mundane things, but it's more efficient to have an automated process oh, do it. When you see something that's moving like from one tray to another tray, like it, the the speed with which you can program something and the precision with which you can program a computer or a robot to do that is insane. I mean, yeah. way way past. And not that, but as humans, we're we're bound to make. I mean, we. You stared at spreadsheets, yep. and you're just like copy paste, copy paste, right. copy paste, copy. Or I'm you miss terrible. a line or something, or you yeah. you say, Doug, I need you to fold these 400 envelopes, put stack them, and put them. I I I fuck up. Do you really? Because I start my mind wanders, and yeah. I've always told nowadays I'm very honest with it. I'm like, this is not a good thing for me to do, right? Because I will not be very accurate with it. Because I'll be good for the first ten. And then my mind will start to wander, yeah. and I won't be very accurate. I won't be. It's hard for me to focus on yeah. that sort of stuff. I have to have something that engages me and ch- challenges me in a sense that where I'm constantly going to be. It's going to force me yeah. to focus as yeah. opposed to like fold. Duh. I I fuck up that shit all the time. It's like Doug. I need you to take these things and they need to go in this order in these twenty five binders. I fuck it up <laughs> because I'm I, my mind wanders. I don't. I stop paying attention. You start creating stories. Yes. Yeah. I start creating stories. I'm thinking about other things, and it's like in this worst. If you automate that process, yeah, it allows people to focus on other stuff. But here's the thing that I thought was interesting, and this is really kind of the point I was trying to get to. 
sneakily. Mm-hmm. But if you automate something like that, an industry like that, and you're talking about all these other industries that are getting automated, it's going to force people out of work. So the question is, what do those people do? Right. And this is something I've heard on a couple of times now, and I really am curious to kind of crack it open, is the idea of a universal wage. Have you heard this before? I have heard of it. It's similar to welfare in a sense that you would essentially be given a certain wage by the government. For um, existing. For existing, for being who you are. On paper, it sounds great, but I'm curious to get your thoughts on some of this. So here are some of the like the pros Sure, I hear about. It. So the idea would be that you'd be giving, given a wage – and nothing shitty, but enough to basically like pay your rent, be able to get food, yeah. and you can survive. <laughs> yeah, like you're not going to be living in poverty, right? Right. More or less, but you're probably not going to you're not going to be living the lush life. Sure. So the idea behind this would be that it would help curb poverty because that's a problem. Because if people are impoverished, they struggle going to school, mm-hmm. they struggle doing well in school, and sometimes they're forced to do crime. Right. Because they're to, like to live to survive. It's like because some of it's like, why would I get this shitty job when I can sell drugs and make way more money or yeah. rob somebody? It's like there's a the, the the you know whatever. It's it's kind of endless and that sort of stuff. So if you're given a wage, which allows you to live and eat, now granted you're not you know living large or anything like that, but it's better than like welfare where it's like I don't care what anybody says, welfare will get you by, but it's not gonna <clears throat> yeah barely yeah. <laughs> it'll get you by. Um, so then that way you can then have free time to focus on what you want to focus on. Right. The idea being that if you were given this wage, maybe you don't want to do anything. Maybe you just want to hang out and watch TV. That's up to you. Maybe you're like, you know what I really want to do? I want to volunteer. I want to do an urban garden. Or maybe it's like, you know what I want to do? I want, I want to work on starting my own business. Right. Or maybe it's, you know what I really want to do? I want to write. I want to, I want to compose music. I want to innovate. I want to innovate. Like I want to because they're taken care of, like their their Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like the the, the bottom level, mm-hmm. you've got shelter, you've got food, you've got general safety. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to pursue those other things right. without having to be like, well, I got to go to my shitty nine to five because I have to, and I don't have time to do anything else. Right. And also in that situation, it sort of supplements that sort of thing where it's like, hey, look. We have to modernize this entire industry, and that means people are going to be out of work. Right. Now, you're not going to be fucked. You know, you're not screwed because you can then apply for this living wage, and you can then survive. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe better than survive. You will be able to live, and you won't be like, fuck, what do I do? It actually allows you to live. So what do you think about that? I, I don't hate it. I don't think it's a bad idea. I feel like it's one of those things that's probably way more complicated right. than it probably is, but I, lo- I love the idea of that. Right. I think I, I could, I can already see um, one section of people hating it, um, and and of course. you know just there, you know, it's the lazy way out, and all these freeloaders and and it's way more redneck than I meant it to be because it actually should be higher, higher crust, uh, white, you know. Rep- mm-hmm. Let's just say it: the fucking Republicans are going to hate it. Right? Mm-hmm. Of course, but uh, <clears throat> I. Um, Why do you think? But what, what does that come from? That hatred of people serve, like living, but not necessarily earning their way through it. I don't, you know, I honestly don't know. Um, I, I my guess would be, <clears throat> is that date I, back I to the founding of our country? I feel like it's it's one of those things where it's just programmed India, like as a you know, like <clears throat> again, it's it's the well, let's bring the coal jobs back. Man. You know, let's bring the coal industry back. 
that is an insane plan because most of the coal workers again watched another piece on that most mm-hmm. of them don't want coal jobs back they want yeah. jobs but they don't want coal jobs like because yeah. who wants to go down and kill themselves literally <laughs> it ain't a good job in the fucking coal mines yeah. not to mention coal is is an outdated you know uh fuel source and mm-hmm. it's it's we it, it's terrible for the environment. Yeah. It, it it none of none of that makes sense. Plus, not to mention that the coal industry is a shockingly small industry when you look at the grand scheme of everything. Mm-hmm. Trucking industry is bigger than the coal industry. Yeah, I mean that that's there's yes, people have lost jobs, but you have not lost that many jobs. But so yeah. it's it's in the same vein of wanting to bring that back and this hard manual labor and old school. I don't know. I don't know where that comes from, but it all sits in the same vein. I think I where this like guy. this freeloading welfare. Sure, you're getting, you're being given to, and you're not earning, and 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 it's the same people who, if there were more writers and more poets and more art and more free thinking and and uh, like just liberating people's minds to be able to innovate and create and 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 push forward progress. They're terrified of that. Mm-hmm. They do not want. They think writing is a way. Look at look at what they've done defunding. Um, you know the PBS and all the uh, yeah. all the the endowments for the arts and all this other thing. Just stripping those right away, and they make up less than point two, less than two hundredths of a percent of the total national national debt mm-hmm. or national budget or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's point, point it's point oh two percent of the total spend. Yeah. Right. Whereas the military is. A large fucking sum of that, you know. Sure. And it, it it doesn't make. Why defund that? They, there's some like visceral distaste for free thinking and art, and I don't understand that. That's where I don't understand. Well, I was listening to a guy named Josh Zepps on Joe Rogan's podcast. Sounds made up. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, and he likens a lot of that sort of like distaste for like the quote unquote freeloading from our Puritan upbringing. Okay. Uh, basically, when you know the people who founded our country were, or at least settled here originally, were Puritans, and they had a very specific way that they wanted to go about doing things. A lot of it dealt around hard work. Okay, if you work hard, you know you'll be rewarded, and maybe had some religious aspects to that too, like working hard, God will reward you, and that sort of like got implanted into uh, our culture okay. as a as a history sort of thing. So um, I definitely think because. Here's the thing, too. I think this is being tested out in some places around the world. I think in possibly Scandinavia um, and also in some places in Canada. Okay. I think that's what I've heard is that they're so testing out this universal Canada, wage. But also you got to consider in those cultures, it's probably way more acceptable for things like that, especially like, I mean, like you think about uh, Denmark mm-hmm. and some of those countries in that area. Um, you know, they have... I mean, I think Copenhagen was listed as like one of the best places to live. Where people are that where people are the happiest. the happiest. Yeah, I think I read that too. Yeah, it's like some crazy shit where people are just genuinely happy, but it's also a completely different culture. Right, over that's there. true. Yeah, you gotta yeah. think of that as a a a country that's small. Um, and I'm not picking on Denmark at all, but in terms of world power, they haven't had the pressure of having to deal with that. I mean, they survive sure. and they've survived for a long time. Long as we have, yeah. You know, as a country, but they don't have to necessarily be like we're in control of the world. So they right. tend to focus more on themselves. And it's a smaller country with a smaller population. Sure. There's a lot of it's not an apples to apples comparison. But I do find that stuff interesting culturally because that, I mean, good luck 
trying to actually get that passed. But I, mean, I think that would be a nightmare. I think it would be an interesting thing to consider because I feel like we're on the cusp of technologically and socially where we need to start thinking past these archaic forms yeah. of like you have to work a job nine to five every day. Absolutely. You absolutely need to contribute to society, but what does that mean nowadays? Right. As we can automate things, as things progress, people shouldn't be fucked over because technology should happen and we shouldn't hold back technology in order to not fuck people over. Right. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm all about progress it and it's together. easy for me to say because I haven't been affected by anything where it's like, Hey, this new technology has come out and we're going to have to let you go. Right, like right. I have not seen that happen yet in my experience for, personally. Sure. So it would suck for that to happen to me. But you know what? I feel like those people should be protected if that does happen. I agree. Yeah. And if someone wants to, you know, and I would think that, again, this, this universal wage, it shouldn't be a, a lap of luxury. It should be able to cover your basic costs. Yeah. And it should be so that if you, for some reason, are in an industry or something like that that just becomes obsolete, you shouldn't be fucked. And if you want to basically take that and be like, cool, I'm going to hang out. And I'm going to collect myself. I'm going to spend time with my family or whatever. Like, And just knowing that you're going to be covered. And then you can go find something else to increase your wages to do yeah. other things. It shouldn't fuck you. Um, but it shouldn't, it, uh, you know. And, and, and like I said, if you want to just sit home and play video games, you should be able to do that. I'm not going to, I mean, who am I to judge someone? Because I think we got to start thinking about overall happiness, Altogether, like what makes you happy? Okay. And if happiness means you get to live on this wage and you get to paint for the first time in your life, you've always wanted to do this, or you wanted to explore comedy, or you and Drew want to set up two East Eighth, and you guys want to explore that stuff, and you want to have the time to do that and be like, hey, look, I'm I'm leaving my job because I have this wage. And obviously, if you had a job, you would not continue to get the wage. That's the way I I would envision it. To sure, work. Yeah. you wouldn't get both. Yeah, yeah. But all of a sudden, you're like, hey, I'm going to go up. I'm going to take this wage because I'm going to be able to live. I'm going to be able to provide. I'll be right. able to survive at this, you know, with this sort of stuff. And then you can pursue a company, a business, and be innovative and right. add to the economy in your own sense. I feel right. like it's a nice thing to do. And I don't think there should – because, like, the welfare stuff I've never understood when people are like, these motherfuckers I don't get it are yeah. abusing. I go, okay. And my thing is, like, okay, so out of 100, how many people are abusing it? Is it one? Right. If one is abusing it, but 99 are getting a good use out of it, I feel like that's a good trade-off. Totally, yeah. Personally. Absolutely. And I made up those numbers. I don't know. Right. No, I, yeah. I don't know if you can calculate what the numbers is for abuse, but even if it's 1%. Right. Well, I think abuse is, at the same time, I think abuse is subjective. Like, Agreed. It, like, what you consider abusing the system, I may not consider the same thing. So that's a really hard thing to qualify. I What I would consider, I mean, let's just say, say for the sake of like uh, – solidarity here like the idea of using the system is someone's on welfare who doesn't need to be on welfare mm-hmm. and they're using it to supplement their income even though they don't need to somehow mm-hmm. they found a loophole or something like sure. that and they have no intention of getting off and they're just getting that extra income without needing it yeah i guess would be the way i would describe it my question is what funds this what funds the universal wage that's a great question i have no answer for that because that's that's the yeah. other thing that and I agree with if someone wants to volunteer, if they want to paint, if they want to be a musician, like this and that. But if someone's sitting at home playing video games and literally contributing nothing, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like there, there there needs to be something. You are doing something to put back into. Yeah. If you are creating art, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. If you are – but again, then you could argue art is subjective and, you know – 
well, I don't want my tax dollars going to this guy who's making can art out of something. And then this other person goes, but this is the most brilliant art I've ever seen. And I, I, so it gets it gets hard. But I at think, the same time, yeah. I, I don't know, like, how is it subsidized? And then is there a, is there any requirements to have it? Well, the way I look at it, too, is, again, we're still stuck in this construct of, you know, our daily lives. And I feel like... It's not going to happen anytime soon, but sure. we're going to eventually have to evolve past I, uh, that sort of stuff agree. where we stop worrying about, okay, you know, Randy's over here playing video games all day, but we don't give a shit anymore because we're like, whatever. Does that make you happy? Cool. You get a chance to do that. You need to f- it's about finding fulfillment. Right, right, right. And yeah, absolutely. that's something that is, I know it sounds very hippy-dippy, <laughs> but it's something that I'm just also like, I feel like we are... We are so bound by these art. The way at which we're changing through technology and information is we are at such a snail's pace with the other parts of our lives. Like socially. Socially. Yeah. I even feel like socially we're growing and stuff like that. I just feel like the rules of our society are so far behind what's actually happening. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And I feel like there's an opportunity for us as as like a species to kind of like almost hit that next level. Of, you know, like, for example, military spending. You brought that up. Mm-hmm. We're spending money on military because that's also something that creates jobs. Right. Because you've got a bolt that's made in this state, uh, another piece to the tank that's made in this state, and that's this, and they, they haven't consolidated that or made that efficient because that's jobs. Right, right. And some lawmaker somewhere is like, well, we can't get rid of this because this will reduce jobs. Right, but we can get rid of this other thing. Exactly, because yeah. the idea is the, and this is funny because like Joe Rogan's talked about this a lot of episodes. Like Eisenhower, on his way out, gave this tremendous speech about the military-industrial complex, okay, and how as a nation we need to be very concerned and careful about this because this is a dangerous thing that exists. The idea of creating war to fund war to fund our economy, yeah, yeah. it's very cyclical. Because why would you? Spend all this money on this stuff and then not use it. Right, exactly. And knowing that, but there's a ton of waste. I mean, there's there's tanks that get made all the time, and we don't use tanks right. anymore. Right, Tanks are an obsolete, for the most part. I mean, they still can be used, but not like they used to. No. Not like they were in World War One and Two. Those were huge assets, and which we did. We don't use them that much anymore. Right, absolutely. They're still getting fucking made by the, by the ton, you know, all the time. They're making tons of tanks, and it's like that's not very useful, but... Jobs, right? But yeah, the jobs, am I right? So, well, one of the what if we took some of that spending and put that towards a universal wage? I'm look, man, because I'm on hey, board, man. man. Because that takes care of the jobs yeah. argument, right? Yeah. You can stop building the shit that you don't need. I, yeah, it's so easy just to talk in these hypotheticals, man. Just take a little bit of this just military budget, broad brush strokes. You know, yeah. like I understand. Look, I'm just take like take two billion from this, move it over here, and you're hey, gonna put it. Doug, just give it over to Doug and Doug will distribute it. No big deal. Doug's got spreadsheets for days. He's got this covered. I got pivot tables. I got V lookups. What you want, man? I got it all. The one thing that I think uh, I I did think was interesting out of that piece that I had watched on the the automation of industries is that it is creating a whole new uh, section of jobs, though, Mm -hmm. which is in the computer programming sure. like that that is becoming and for you know a couple decades now computer programming has been 
the hot thing. You know, in yeah. the 80s, if you were learning basics of computer programming, you were you were set. You know, yeah. in the 90s, even more so. In the 2000s, even more so. And it's only going to get more because if you're automating things, if you have automated cars, automated trucks, automated um, mundane task robots, mm-hmm. if you have automated all of this shit, what does all of that run off of? It runs off of a program. Mm-hmm. And someone has to be there to program that robot yeah. and write the program, write the code, make sure the infrastructure is sound and mm-hmm. then electrical engineers and you know there's that is that it breeds its own industry. So the jobs are there, but the interesting thing is that you take this you take this coal worker laboring his whole life, black lung disease, he's covered, he's arthritic hands, all this like he's just it is hard, physical, just very tactile work. And then that dies because it's automated. Now we have robots that can go down and maybe get coal. Mm-hmm. But another industry has been born of that, which is a little bit lighter, which is this, I'm going to sit and I'm going to program and I'm going to think, how can I make this robot do this? And it's more of a, it's more of a brain-based. It, you, have, you have to use a little bit more analytical thinking and a little bit more, uh, it's not physical, it's more mental. And mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how this changes, but then there are those people who don't want to see that change. Yeah. And it's it's well no we need to bring that hard, you know, body-based thing back. And I that's that's where you've got those people who won't let go of that and it makes yeah. it hard for that next thing to come out. There's definitely people that believe in 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 sort of like um just hanging like that the past is better and I'm not talking like even politically, just even evolutionary. Oh, uh, yeah. I said evolutionary. That doesn't make sense. But on I, an but evolution I knew, scale, I knew what you meant, yeah. There was this guest that was also on Joe Rogan's podcast a while back, and she's like a very, I don't know if the right words to say is a naturalist, but like she she's believes. She's not a globalist. She's not a globalist. Um, but she pretty much, which is funny because this guy, Josh Sepps, was talk, he labeled himself a globalist, and Joe Rogan was like, oh my God, you're a globalist. He was like giving him shit. He goes, yeah, I don't believe in uh, you know nationalism or I believe we should all break down our borders and come together as one thing. He goes, you mean a new world order? <laughs> Just busting his balls. Hell yeah. But this woman like really believes in like um, taking away a lot of the comforts that we have now as humans. Like, for example, um, like the beds that she and her kids have like are on the floor and they're not very like cushiony. Okay. They're like thin mats because okay. it's better for the body, better for... From like a physiological standpoint. From a physiological standpoint. Okay. She talks about how like uh, a lot of people have poor eyesight nowadays because they're staring at stuff that's very close to them all the time. Oh, interesting. So they're not actually pushing their eyes to look in the distance like we had to do back in the day. Right. Okay. Where we would we would literally have to be scanning the horizon to see what was going on, and so okay, our yeah. eyesight was sharper. Yeah. But because we don't have to do that now, we don't you know we don't have to do that. She obviously firmly believes in pooping. With your legs elevated, kind of like that's a thing that's actually come out. Where like we've been pooping wrong oh, for yeah. a long time. I on our on our uh, Milos is in my uh, best bar podcast road trip. Mm-hmm. One of the Airbnbs we stayed at had something called the Squatty Potty. Yeah, and it was amazing. Yeah, and that's one of the things where I'm like, yeah, that you know, a lot of that stuff makes sense. But at the same time, I also looked at her and be like, that's not our life anymore. We don't have to look in the horizon for threats. We don't have to. Um, you know, like we, we provide this stuff for ourselves and cause there's also talk about the sedentary, sedentary lifestyle, uh-huh. um, where it's because we're so used to sitting down that like our bodies like 
have aches and pains and problems that we didn't used to have, which I'm like, that's true. Interesting. But at the same time, my point is like, we've evolved past that, and yeah, we have some bad things that come from it, but I'd rather, I'm not going to go back. Like, I'm only going forward as right. far as I'm concerned. Like, yeah, I can't see off into the distance, but I'll have something that can show me the distance. Like a piece of technology, a like drone. a drone yep. or something that'll show me that. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I don't physically need to do that anymore. Unfortunately, if that turns me into one of those fat slobs from Wally, then so be it. You know, whatever. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of at odds with that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. about like clinging too hard to the past because I'm like, there are some good things there, but we've evolved past it. Right. A lot of ways. There's a lot of things that we've, we know oh, more yeah. now than we used to. I mean, there, there, some things have merit. Like, you know, look, it works and it's been proven this and that, but I think those things are very few and far between for me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think holding on to something just because it's the way we did it. Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea because yeah. it stunts growth. And I, and I don't pick on her too much because she comes at it from a very scientific perspective. I'm like, sure. hey, it's hard to argue with you on that shit because, I mean, you fucking get it. Right. Um, and you're making sense to me, but I'm also not going to make a huge effort to do that because, meh, I don't. I don't believe in that to that degree. Sure. You know? well, and I also think, I mean, yes, we, well, and to, to your point, the need is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Like if, if we did not have, if we still needed to scan the horizon to make sure a pack of wolves wasn't coming at us, sure, then I would say we should probably put down the cell phones and look for wolves. Yeah. But we don't need that. Like it's, yeah. it, is not, it is not something that we have to, from a survival standpoint, have to deal Agreed. with anymore. So. Why go back to that? That's mm-hmm. the. I guess the the question is, yeah, your eyes could be stronger, but is it necessary to survive that your eyes are stronger? Yeah. And do you know how long that will take if yeah. everyone did that to re to turn back all of that shit? Yeah. That is going to take a long time. Yeah, and that's the thing too is like. So basically, I also blame books for poor eyesight. <laughs> Before people sure. read, we didn't have problems. Well, that's the thing too is just that. Um, you know, people will be like, well, you know, if something happens in the world, you know, the, an apocalyptic situation, you know, if the grid goes down, then we're screwed. And I'm like, well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Right. Like, I accept my fate. If I crash land on, a, on an island, I'm willing to roll the dice on that Just one. Just because yeah. I'm like, look, I'm not going to plan my life around a, a what if situation. A, a very, very wild what if situation. That's like, yeah. I'm not going to ever fly a plane because there's a chance that something might go wrong. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Right. Like, I'm going to live my life to be the most efficient, most effective, and uh, I want to be able to provide the most ass. I want to be a biggest, the biggest asset that I can be. I want to be the biggest ass that I can be. I want to provide the most ass. I want to provide the most ass <laughs> that I can. The perfect moment. I want to provide the most ass that I possibly can to this world. <laughs> Just well, you're doing it. a good job so far, big guy. Spread it so they can get it. You know what I'm talking about? You do. Spread it on. <laughs> Spread it so I can get it. Um, so, like, I want to be able to do that. And if that means that I don't have to, I, I'm, I can't scan the horizon anymore and I have bad eyesight, so be it. Like, right. that's just what I've been evolved to come to. Well, and like Bill Burr says, then we're just thin, thin in the herd at that point. Yeah. Then guess what? All, the lady who sleeps on the floor mm-hmm. and doesn't look at things close up, you, you've got an edge over us. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Yeah. At that point, I will concede that you have an edge over me. It's the same people that build, like, you know, uh, you know, fallout shelters or whatever, you know? Exactly. I don't, I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I've not seen that one yet, no. But John Goodman's character essentially right. planned for something bad to happen. He's kind of crazy. Yep. You know, I'm like, hey, get, you win. 
You win, buddy. Right. Like, you got it all. You dedicated your life to doing that, and guess what? It paid off. You have this beautiful underground you, you bunker. You rolled the dice, and that time it paid off. You didn't crap out. Yeah. You got you got it to work. Congratulations. But the way I always look at it is like, what if that never happens? Right. I have that's, that's a real thing. Yeah. There are people who wait, who, I, and I don't want to say waste because it is a judgy statement, but sure. there are people who spend their whole lives prepping for something that has never happened in their life. And I'm all and about being die. prepared, but I mean, I'm yeah. like, the way I look at it too is I'm doing the math where I'm like, if something that cataclysmic happens, I'm fucked anyway. Right. Because I look at that shelter, I'm like, okay, how much food do you have? What's how it good for? St- yeah. Is it good for three years? Great. What then? Right. Because if something cataclysmic happened and you have to eat that food, then what makes you think that anything's going to be safe outside your shelter? Right, absolutely. So then, yeah, you bought yourself three extra years. Congratulations. And then what? You go crazy. And you're lucky if you have someone with you. And if you don't, you go fucking insane in solidarity, in solitude. And if you have someone with you, you're probably going to eat them when the food runs out. That's It's just like, you know, I I don't know. So I look at that sort of stuff. I'm like, hey, all 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 more power to you. If you want to do that and you want to prepare for that sort of stuff, I don't give a shit. But all I'm saying is, like, you're just delaying the inevitable. In my mind, that's for me. I'd be like, "Well, great." And all that, it's like then you have to start talking about rationing shit out. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to ration. I, I don't want to plan because again, again, what is at the for, what's in the back of your mind? We're going to die, and the only way we don't die is if we continue to eat at a non-insane level, right? And hope to God that somehow when we open this hatch. Everything's going to be fine. That we have nacho flowers now. That we, yeah, yeah. What well, you're going to open the air and you're not going to die? Right. Like, like I, I just, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't well, we have know. to calculate the fallout ratio and the half life of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> let me ask you this then. Mm-hmm. Let's take it back to Walking Dead style, please. In in that world, let's say something like that happened. Mm-hmm. So it's not like an A bomb got dropped, or yeah. it's not. It's not that the air is un, unbreathable, or mm-hmm. that they're the you know plants don't grow like there's the world still is. You you just, you now have to look on the horizon to see if there's a horde of zombies coming. You got to get that eyesight back. Would you? Because it sounds like if something uh, cataclysmic happened in the sense of like an uh, an atomic war or or some huge chemical attack, you have resigned yourself to going. Eh, I'm probably going to die, and that's that. Like you wouldn't really try hard to survive because you're just delaying the inevitable. I mean, I'm not going to say that, what I would do. I mean, I would probably try, but I mean, odds are I wouldn't survive okay because i'm not prepared right so <laughs> in in the sense that make it more of a i guess livable scenario where yeah. it's not you don't have atomic fallout you don't have like things do grow you do you can find food you can make and forage and and still live is it worth it for you because that's another like thing that. too because i'm like in the walking dead universe i don't see where the hope is and that's kind of the point what do you right what do you what, what do you gain what, what are you walking towards there's is there a point because yeah. the thing is you're never going to get that your normal life back it's gone what what ha- what was will never be again no is what you're saying and the and that sort of zombie universe you're fucked man like you're right. never going to have any sense of normalcy ever again right you're going to be terrified to have children because you're like this is all they're going to know, and that's fucking right. depressing. Plus, they are a threat themselves. Exactly. In in the sense that if they cry, they're a, well, they're a dinner bell. You get a world where it's like, can they actually process and create medicine? Probably not in the scale that you need. You can probably make food and farm and stuff like that. Okay, that's fine. But the but, thing is, we, we got to that point, though. So do you yeah. not think we could get back to that point? Not with zombies like that. <laughs> because the problem is that there's just endless hordes of zombies. Right. And when people die, they come back as zombies. So it will never, ever stop. Well, not necessarily. I mean, <laughs> again, it's not going to be like, okay, Tuesday, we're going to be good. But, like, eventually, <laughs> eventually, 
you, I would I would have to assume that they're going to a rot to the point where they're no longer moving about, or b mm. there will be enough. You will have taken enough time, and enough survivors will have killed enough to where it's starting to thin out and thin out and thin out. And you know that if someone dies, you know what you got to do. Yeah, but that also means that it's almost like a. a Pseudo evolutionary thing, but here's the thing because that that requires so much cooperation and planning True. on the humans. That means that everyone has to come together, okay, everyone, yeah, and yeah. everyone has to agree on these rules, right? Because all it takes is one asshole to fuck it up, as we're seeing. Exactly, yeah. it's all it takes is one one person to just fucking fuck it up, and then it all goes downhill from there. I guess I just don't have that much as much as I'm talking about all these like positive and hopeful things. I don't have that much Here faith in humanity. Yes, you know what I mean. Like we brought I, it I, out of him, guys. I don't feel like. I, I don't trust humans enough. We did it. In those sort of situations, because I think it just comes down to pure survival at that point in time. Yeah. Now, granted, we've come from that. We were tribal That's what I'm saying, though. Like, creatures we and did beings. It once, so how? But we were also dumb as fuck back then, too. And it was purely survival. Now we have a lot more intelligence. And because of that, I think we're, stu- we're, we're dumber. <laughs> because of it, if that makes sense. Right, but if we're dumb as fuck and now we're dumber. We were dumb as fuck and now we're dumber than dumb as fuck. We're dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that dumber than dumb as fuck? I guess. Is dumb as shit dumber than dumb as fuck? <laughs> I don't know. What's dumber, fucking or shitting? I feel like shitting is. Fucking just fun. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's not dumb. Because so like, we have all these, I feel like, higher intelligence and things like that. And because of that, our motivations have changed. Have changed. Shifted. Yeah, because I feel point. like when we were... That's a good point. I, 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 I'll just say dumber. When we were dumber... It was, we have to stay together or we're fucked. When we were less enlightened. Yes, when we were dumb as fuck. Yeah. So, not dumb as shit. When we were dumb as fuck, um, we were, it, was, it was tribal. We have to stay together or we die. Yeah. And the idea of power and that sort of stuff, I don't think existed nearly to the to level that it has today. Because if someone was being an asshole, everyone would just kill them. Well, that's the point, too, is that we've been so conditioned to the rules that we have of society mm-hmm. that technically the rules should break back down and we should go back to those primal rules in that, in that sense in order to really embrace the re-evolution back to the society we were at. But I don't think – I don't know. I think people – I think people would still be too burdened. They'd be trying to bring our current rules into that world. Well, that's the and thing. I don't know if that like, works. I don't think you can go from where we are now back to where we we came from because if we already know what right, we know. Yeah. Especially it, since it took us so long to get to this point yeah. that if in two months you flipped it back the other way, that would be a shock to the system. Well, what depresses me nowadays is I just see it and I don't understand how it continues to happen, but there's so many fucking corrupt governments out there yes. in the world. Yeah. Now, and yeah, U.S. is corrupt. I get that. But I'm talking about one guy rules the fucking country. <laughs> okay, like yeah. Venezuela and fucking Turkey and fucking Russia and uh, North Korea or name an African country, you know, like... That's the sort of stuff that I've been watching a lot of Anthony Bourdain, uh, Destination Unknown. Sure, yeah. And fantastic series. And he just, what I love about what he does is he goes and and really digs deep into the culture of what people do. And so many places that he's been through, I just see the same pattern of person rises to power and person never wants to give power back. And person rules with an iron fist to keep power. Person ultimately dies or gets, or something happens. Power vacuum happens. And the world and the the country erupts into dis- disarray and, and, and problems. Chaos. And I just don't know if we can ever get past that point where the power, the power hungry people, yeah. just 
they absorb it and they don't want to let it go. Personally, I don't want that kind of power. Right. And if you gave it to me, I don't think I'd fucking like it. I'd give it back. I don't. I that sounds like altruistic and just like yeah. preaching self righteous. Uh-huh. I really don't think I I would want that because I'm like I feel like that's too much responsibility. Right. Right. No. I, I even I to abuse to... it is a lot of responsibility. You right. know what I mean? Because that means you have to. Because you also have to put a whole. If if you're like <laughs> Doug, you are in charge of the entire country. It's all up to, you are now the new dictator. I'm like fuck, dude. I got to put things in place to keep people afraid of me so that they follow my rule. I have to protect myself politically so people don't assassinate me. Like to enjoy the fruits of that labor requires so much fucking work that it takes a specific person yeah. that loves the power and gets a giant boner of being in that kind of power to want to be there. Yeah. And that's not me at all. I'm like I don't want that. Yeah, man. yeah. And so it's so frustrating to me to see in our human history people who have risen to these ranks, climbed the ranks and then just ruined just countless numbers of lives just to hang on to this power and then to lose it and then watch the country just like just be destroyed. Right. And you see it right now in Turkey where the president over there has now consolidated power. Yeah. You know, and some bullshit like that. You know, it, it's so fucking frustrating to me because I'm just like, God damn it. Like, why is it? Is it? I, I guess I've never had that much power either. So I, don't, I, I mean, I don't really know. <laughs> You know, like, that's is, why it, I, is it that easily corruptible? Is it that intoxicating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To basically be like, did they know? come into this with good intent and then go, oh boy? Is this a Lord yeah. of the Rings situation where, like, sure. you know, Gandalf is like, "Don't give me the ring," right? Because out of the goodness of my heart, I would try to do the right thing, but I inevitably will be corrupted by the power. Right. Yeah. I was like, I don't know and what I'm that would be. I'm too powerful already to do. He's like, corrupted. don't offer this to me because yeah. I could do some terrible shit but while thinking that I'm doing something good. Right. And I'm like, I don't know what that's like. No one's handed me the keys to that car. Right. So I'm like, ooh. But it's just like. Interesting. Yeah. So that in mind, that, that still exists in us now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so to think that, well. Because in I mean we've seen in Walking Dead episodes the governor I mean yeah. Rick to even a certain degree yeah absolutely I mean there's got to be because really in sort of a tribal situation like that a survival situation democracy doesn't exist oh no no you have an alpha and that's it you it have goes to, back to very it's feral it's animalistic yeah which is what I love about the show uh, Battlestar Galactica okay because you have this very technologically sound and sophisticated society that is reduced to fifty thousand people. Okay. And they're being hunted down by these these machines. 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 And a lot of times people are trying to be like, you can't do that. You know, we need to have these rights. It's like, we don't get the opportunity of rights. And they're struggling with this. Yeah, yeah. The idea that like, hey, were you on the ship that produced the fuel when all this went down? Sorry. If you have kids, that's where they go. They go to that ship and it becomes a caste system. Where they're like, it doesn't matter. That's where you're living, and they're like, this is bullshit. Interesting. I don't want to, this is a. It's like a coal mining ship, basically. Yeah. Like I don't want to be here. Like tough. That's what you know. That's what you got to do. Well, it's not right. Don't give a shit. We need fuel. You got to make the fucking fuel. Right. Right. If you don't make the fuel, we're gonna fucking make you make the fuel. Or someone's like, hey, I want to have an abortion. Uh, sorry, you can't. We only have fifty thousand people. <laughs> we have to outlaw abortion because we have to reproduce. Right. Like, and that's like someone who's like in that show. The president's a woman, and before everything happened, she was very much about women's rights. And she's like, unfortunately, I have to outlaw abortion. Right. Because we have to reproduce as – we have to survive. It's not a matter of, of rights. It's a matter of – again, it's, it's, it's the straight-up procreate. Like, we need people. 
that's where I, I think we talked about in a previous podcast where I'm like, if things went to shit, all the things we're arguing about, Ryan, or this high-level stuff, out yeah. the window. Oh, yeah, yeah. Out the window. We wouldn't take the time to talk about this sort of stuff. No. And I think it's great that we have the opportunity to look into this sort of stuff and find this higher-level sort of stuff to figure out who we are as a people and what we want to do. But the second you go into tribal mode, that shit's out the window, man. you got to think about how am I going to eat, how am I going to sleep, and am I going to be safe? And can we as a tribe survive? Yeah. But unfortunately, we still have those modern sort of Machiavellian tendencies to fucking fuck each other over, to be the, the, the top chimp, yeah. and to rule the roost, and all the other cliches. Or, <laughs> I was like, let's see how many more you can do. <laughs> not cliches, but what are they, idioms, things like that, you know, like to that, to that effect. And it, it's, it's, it's frustrating because that's where I, I lose faith in humanity is because I, this, will, this just happens. Yeah. And somehow we need to evolve past that, and I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I don't know if I mean, it's, is it a slow? I mean, I feel like it almost brings it full circle, like with that universal, like putting everyone in the same playing field. Yeah, and almost, but then at the same time, then you've got a government dictating that you're on the same playing field, and it just yeah. doesn't happen naturally. So there's this weird catch twenty two that goes along with it. Well, it's interesting because I think of I'm just naming a whole bunch of shit now, but like the world of Star Trek. Like, something happens in that society of humans where they decide to band together as a, an entire collective species yeah. to further their, <clears throat> their, their survival. And people, I think what happens is there's something that allows people to basically generate anything. There's a device that's like, oh, you want Stan's Donuts? Boop, press a button, you get it. Oh, you want this? You want hot pizza? Cool, you get it. Beep. And everyone has access to this. I'd like it. And because of that the idea of wants and needs are satisfied because you have a machine that generates anything you need. And because of that, people then focus on the pursuits of other things. Right. But how do you, I mean, I still feel like there's going to be those people who just, you know, I want something like, you know, something, something illegal, something real nasty, you know? And and, I mean, what's to stop people being like, I'd want weapons. Boop. You know, I mean, like that's the sort of stuff where, Again, I don't trust... I want a sex slave. Boop. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, it's... Yeah, there's so many things that are complicated. And again, that's an, it's a fictional universe. But that's just something I just, feel like... It worked. Yeah. yeah don't worry We're about in the it. future, way past whatever happened. But it's like one of those things where I'm like, that should be what we strive to become. Mm-hmm. As a species is this collective that comes together. And I would... Oh, my God. I would love that so much in my lifetime yeah. to see us. That's where I'm a globalist at heart, too. I'm the enemy. Because I believe if we were to come together as one... Right now? Over me. Over me? But really, do would we want to come together right now? Over me? Hashtag skeptical lyrics. Um, yes! <laughs> That's it. I'm turning it off. <laughs> we're done. That's awesome. If we were able to come together yeah. as one collective, I feel like that would be such a massive achievement. And... And again, I don't see it happening anytime soon. How? But yeah. Again, I think that that involves technology, mm-hmm. and it involves a change in culture, and just an, a, an evolution in humans. Okay. Because we're stuck in the old ways. Things are progressing faster than, and but we're still stuck in this old thinking and mm-hmm. this old like. When I hear people reference the founding fathers, I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> 
that was so long ago. Absolutely. I don't give a shit about the founding fathers because right. what they started hundreds of years ago does not equate to where we are today. Absolutely not. So I, the founding fathers would be appalled. Well, I don't fucking care. Right. They're dead. They also own They've slaves. been dead. Yeah. So there's that. There was a whole bunch of different stuff. They took something that they borrowed from France and they instilled it here and they let it go. And you know what? A lot of the stuff that they wanted, as far as like no political parties, fucking happened anyway. Right. Because we're tribal. Exactly. God damn it. And a lot of that shit happened anyway. So I'm like, don't don't reference the founding fathers. I don't fucking care about the founding fathers. Where are we now? Yeah. And how can we apply the world around us now to what's happening right now? But it, again, it's a lot easier said than done. Right. Because people have agendas. People have power. They have money. I just want to find a way to cut through all that, and I want to get to that next level, but I don't know what that is, and I sure as fuck don't know how to get there. I know how. I know how, too. In a it's motherfucking throwdown! Throw Ooh, you totally blew that out. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. That's all right. Let me try it again. Motherfucking throwdown. Dude nailed it. That yep. was a perfect That was harmony. it. I didn't think we needed to do the throwdown. Yeah, I heard the blowout in my that ears. That was the throwdown. I was like, oops, I should um. have aimed to the left. <laughs> Instead, I just scream right into the mic. Sorry. We need, we need to get some sort of like limiter or compressor. We run all of this through to make it better. Um, yeah, that was not Even though it's apologies. already incredible. It is incredible. Um, uh, today's throwdown, uh, I think I want to... It's going to be a partial revisit to a previous one, mm-hmm. but with a spin of what we talked about today on top of it. Okay. So, we are somehow... Plunged back into darkness, right? Okay. We had an apocalyptic thing happen, and we are back to the tribal mentality that mm-hmm. we were just talking about, right? Yes. Uh, somehow, in all of that, there was a rip in space-time, and the uh, pre-evolved uh, society, mm-hmm. tribal people, have Ooh. now come into our world. Oh, wow. And now it's the original tribal, the OTs. You're yeah. down with the OTTs? Yeah, um, it's the original tribal people versus the newly uh, minted tribal people. Yeah, so these two f- factions of people have to go at it. And what that was weird. That's a really awesome. I do headphones. not know what that was. was like, uh, two two uh, uh, two rival clans of people have to go at each other. Now, I initially thought your argument would be, well, it's going to be us because they're shorter and they don't have. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> argument you did with the uh, the Viking warrior, but. <laughs> To your point today, they have better eyesight. They have... (laughs) So they can see us coming on the horizon. (laughs) But no, like they... Obviously, uh, they're probably in better shape than we are because they are constantly moving around. We we sit all the time. Sedentary lifestyle. We're a sedentary lifestyle. Our eyesight is not as good. Like we do have physical... We have physically evolved while we may be taller... This is what they do. They survive. We don't do that. This is new to us. So mm-hmm. we have superior, probably, critical thinking. Don't say probably. We have vastly superior critical thinking. Okay, there you go. We have superior critical thinking, but they they have the experience of this is literally what they need to do to survive. Mm-hmm. And they excel at it because they have survived to this point. Mm-hmm. They are the best of the best. Mm-hmm. So with that. All right, let me start out with a question. Mm-hmm. Is there a fire and is it burning? Is this another skeptical lyric? I just I'm asking you a question. Is, is there, there a fire a fi- and well, is it burning? Did we really not start the fire? Because I want to know who started the fire. Right, exactly. Hashtag skeptical. Because seriously, who the fuck started the fire? 
Hashtag skeptical lyrics. <laughs> I would say that, yes, there is. High five for high that, five for that one. You. Uh, I was thinking of that the whole time you were talking to me about the throwdown. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I got to find a way to work this in. Be patient. Did you listen to anything I said? Comedy is patient. Comedy yeah, is patient. Yeah, we're doing Terminator versus Alien, right? Yep. <laughs> no, okay, so here's That's what I would right. say. I do think there is a fire in my in the picture I'm painting in my head. There's a there's definitely a fire burning. And it, uh, no one knows who started it. No. But it's always been it's, burning. It's, yeah, since the world's been turning. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so here's what I'd say. So I'm assuming we're looking at equal number of yeah. uh, old-timey people and newly apocalyptic people. Yeah, we'll say 20 on 20. Okay, interesting. Sorry for my knuckle pop there. That sounded really awesome. We are we are getting a lot of Fuck. Yeah. We're getting blowouts and knuckle pops and guys. And we are full on <laughs> dinglings. <laughs> we're getting full on professional with you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So um so here's what I'm thinking. So um let's make it like a hundred on hundred. Sure, hundred on hundred. Let's talk. Let's talk it. Because you know there's there's a certain number the hundred and fifty. Make it a cool million. It's <laughs> like a sweet million. Okay, so I'd say hundred on hundred. Here's what I would say. Um, while the old timeies, that's what I'm going to call them, the old timey people, um, are call them the old the OTs, the OTs. Yeah. There we go. Well, the OTs uh, are definitely more adept at adept at surviving. <laughs> not the low T's, but not the, the OTs. OTs, the OTs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would get a kick out of that. <laughs> Doug, Mostly at, so, at some point, you have to. Uh, you you if you see Doug on the street, get him talking about his thoughts on low T. I was like, because I remember the. Discussion you and Drew and I had, mostly you and I had, when we were talking about. I was talking about what the fuck's up with all this testosterone and shit. And it, it's the funny, best starter for a conversation. That was hilarious because we were definitely on opposite sides of the camp, and you were looking at me like, "Dude, why are you so mad about this?" Got, you were really like angry. I was exceptionally angry. It was, and that just fueled my devil's advocate. I, you that were like, more, yeah, like, "That was fun." Well, I need to really lean into my position now because yeah. I want to. I want to keep him going. Yeah, that was. I want to stoke that fire as long I was, as possible. I was kind of expecting you guys to be on board, and you weren't. And I was like, "Well, <laughs> God damn it!" Anyway, okay, so, so OTs, OTs who have full T's, um, T's and B's, T's and, B's. <laughs> and sweet V's, and sweet V's and the P's. That's right. Um, so while they are adept at um, probably their survival skills and hunting skills, and they can see into they the got distance, better eyesight. Yeah. Um, I would say that I feel like the uh, newly apocalyptic folk um, have better critical thinking skills to generate traps as okay. well as manufacture weapons. Because, I mean, let's face it, like if there's a time rift or whatever and the OTs come in, the newly apocalyptic people are going to have access to like iron, smelted. Stuff, things like that, you know, tools and things like that that they could use that would be more useful against what would the OTs have. I mean, obviously, spears, stones, sharpened arrowheads, things of that nature, I would, I would assume would be what they would have. Exactly. Um, but at the same time, can they not pick up those things along the way? As well, here's what out? I'm thinking. If they, if because I, the way if, I'm picturing is that like, the rip happens and they come out running. And it's like... It's now. There's no. There's no chance to arm up. Like you're. You're going with what you got. Well, I. Well, I think in that case, then they're fucking. In terrified. Chicago, they're we're done because everyone's got a gun. Well, just I'm thinking that they're terrified because they're going to see shit they don't understand. They're going to see a road. They're going to see like a car. They're right, going to see something. Let's make it go the other way then. What do you mean? So okay, we, we rip into their place. Okay, that's better. That's, yeah. that's more more American. Yeah, we're going to their place. We're going to rip into up. their. <laughs> 
with the supplies that we have. Exactly, yeah. Well, I think we would agree in that situation. If they came into our time, they would probably be so distracted that we'd fuck them up. See, that's the thing. <laughs> you always go to that argument, which is bringing people into our time and their minds being blown or us going into their time and us being immediately sickened by everything. Yeah. They're... Put that aside. <laughs> well, I'm just, I mean, imagine you are, you know, you're some cave person. To, we're in space, Doug. All right, it's a neutral space. territory. <laughs> there we go. You're a cave person. You just come across an old, beat-up Chevy truck. No, I get it. I get the your woods, point. And they're yeah. like, what the, f-? and they just go and attack it. Right. You know, <laughs> because they think it's some sort of metal metal mammoth or some shit like that. And they're like, ah! you know, they're trying to eat it. They're trying to eat, you know, and the whole time, you know, Jeb and his brother are out there with their shotguns, just like, well, shit, how about that? What is she doing our Cadillac? <laughs> and then he's like, hit the self-destruct button. And they're like, ah! they run off. So that's, those are the things that I'm thinking. Sure. I've, and based on that, even if, you know, again, even untrained people, I feel like could create some sort of tricks with that sort of stuff to scare them or trap them okay so the idea being here's what i would say about it the ot's if it's just straight up they meet in a field and go although you know we'd be bigger than them justin we'd be taller than them so there's that but um i would feel like we're softer we are softer so that is very true. So, um, yeah, and let's face it. It doesn't, you know, if someone has is, is spent their whole life stabbing shit and things like that, <laughs> I mean, they're going to be pretty fucking fierce regardless What'd if they're... What you do for a living? I stab shit. If they're four foot five, it doesn't matter, man. Right. They're going to come at you and they're going to they're gonna stab you to death with that sort of stuff. So they'll be more... Uh, they'll be good at doing that and all of that, but they'll definitely attack as a group and stuff like that. So I would say straight on fight. They have spears and shit like that. And the new, the newly apocalyptic people just have whatever they have on them. They're fucked. Okay, there's no chance. All right. However, if there's an opportunity where maybe it's like the uh, newly apocalyptic people have an opportunity to maybe invade their camp or maybe catch them by surprise, I feel like they would do better. Or in a or sense, some ruler goes, "You have an hour." Yeah, prepare. something like that. Yeah. And I feel like they would be able to spook them more or do different things because they have more knowledge in that sort of sense of what they could do. Now, straight hand-to-hand combat, I don't think they're going to be equal, but they would be able to possibly trick them okay. to doing what they want or at least trapping them in some sort of stuff to fuck them over. So it's all very much a... It all, it all, it's all very circumstantial. If it's straight combat... You think the OTs? OTs win, hands down. Just because that's what they have done to... F- Physi- there's a reason they're alive, and that's it. But if we're having like a battle where it's like we're meeting, you know, we're gonna, we know they're gonna be here at this time. We're gonna prepare ourselves. There you go the parking lot behind the KFC at noon tomorrow. Meet me at the pond after school. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. and they're able to, you know, arm themselves and stuff like that. I would give the critical thinking and everything like that to the new to the, the, new, to folks. the new people. Exactly. All right, well, there you go. There we go, folks. Boom! Enjoy that blowout in your ears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin, anything you want to shout out or promote? I uh, tried to start watch. I've been watching. I feel like I've just like blown through a lot of shit. Um, don't watch the Suicide Squad. I'll say that much. Talking recommendations. Not we're not talking about the toilet I'm, shows. I'm recommending you not watch it. That's there my recommendation. There we go. Um, I so upon your recommendation, I watched the first episode of Three Percent. Yeah. And I I want to watch the second one. Mm-hmm. First one. I was interested and intrigued where it was going to go, yes. but it was a little hard to get through for okay. me, and I don't yes. know why. Did you watch it with the Portuguese subtitles? 
I wait with the Portuguese subtitles. Or you want you want it in Portuguese I language watched, with English subtitles. That's how I watched it. Good because okay. it started out in English. Horrible. And I was like, I can't do this. I was and the so same I went way. to the audio thing. I said, if there's if this can't be switched, I'm not watching. That's it. exactly yeah. what I did. I was like, this sounds horrible. Yeah. I hate dubs. Well, I can't do it. Well, that's the thing. Anytime, and it's not to go on too much of a tangent, mm-hmm. but uh, anytime someone overdubs, it's never. They don't find good actors to do overdubbing. Well, it just doesn't feel natural. Well, and yeah, I mean, there's not the the actors have put forth a very specific emotion in that scene. They have set it. They've set their characters in a very specific way. And just having someone come in and doing a voice saying the same words, yeah. which probably only roughly translate to the same emotions. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be like watching porn that's dubbed. It's like you're not really feeling that, right? No, no, I don't believe it. But. Uh, so you you are intrigued. See, that's what got me with it. I'm it was in, like I'm interested to see the next one. It just I, f- I guess it was a, it was really slow. I didn't burn through that series. Yeah, I took my time with it, okay. but I enjoyed it. All right. So I'm glad that you're taking given a shot. I will. I, yeah. I'm 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 not out, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm curious to see it. the second episode will be a very big decider for me. There's there's some great acting it's in good. it. Good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's good. I just it's one of those where I have to decide. You know how am, am I going to invest? Sure. So, yeah. Well, I'll say this much about it. Um, great acting. Um, and there's some really great themes yeah. in there that I like. Yeah. And they didn't do anything stupid like, there's really nothing out there at, at all, and we're just harvesting your bodies like in the movie The Island. Because I was waiting for something like that to happen yeah, yeah. where it's like, uh, if you pass, it's actually, we're fucking you. Like, right. that's not, it, it's, it's, it's got to, because I'm like, depending on how this ends is really going to affect right. a lot for did me. Did they try to do a huge twist on the ending or they, did they just go they forward? Did, they did a good job with, with a lot right, of that right. sort of stuff. So I... And the questions I'll ask you is when you, I already started a, doc, a Google Doc for me to like type down my thoughts about it. So I'll be curious to know <laughs> when right, you get yeah. there. So cool, yeah. So three percent. So I I will parrot the recommendation previously and say give the three percent a shot with me, everyone, and let's talk about what it, what it's like. And watch it with subtitles, but have the actual Portuguese yep. voices. Put it back in Portuguese. Because it's the actual natural actors' read. voices. Yeah, and it actually is way much more palatable. It's yeah. much much better. Yeah. Cool. Um, recommendations for me. Um, I don't know. Really, I'm not really. I'm rewatching season two of Daredevil. That's oh, great. I need to. I need to. I want to go back and watch season one again. Uh, I watched season one twice. I have a friend that I got to start watching Daredevil, and he's loving it. And I'm like, I've only seen season two once. I'm going to go through and watch that. Yeah. So obviously, Daredevil is fucking great. So, um, and I actually want to start watching the Leftovers. I've heard that's great. I just had a discussion with someone about that today. Yeah, yeah. I've watched like the first four episodes, and they were good, and I just lost track of yeah. it. Yeah. So I know it's good. Um, I'll go ahead and do it. Uh, by the time this airs, I'll have a uh, an improv show at the playground on s- this coming Saturday, which uh, is May, May the yeah. May the sixth uh, at nine p.m. So Saturday and May sixth, uh, nine p.m. Playground Theater. My team is recess. Um, come on by. I think uh, it'll be ten dollars for tickets. So we're gonna buy a playground theater. We'll be doing some make 'em ups. Yeah, some improv comedy for you folks. Let me ask you real quick. Yeah, five second answer. Have you gotten any more on the Iron Fist? No. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we had that talk. Uh, guys, you can find us on Facebook. Look for our page there under MindGap. Uh, we are also on Twitter at MindGap Podcast. And Justin's doing a bird sound, which Abby did not like. That was not me. <laughs> and Justin a, has a website. That was a Twitter. Uh, you can find me online Twitter? at JustinSterling.com, um, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, at, wow, that was an Instagram. That was, yeah. They, they, they sound very similar. Different, but similar. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. 
Uh, you can listen to this podcast as well as the other one uh, I do with Milos Devanovich most Mondays. Uh, it's called The Best Bar Podcast Ever. That's over on TwoEastEighth.com. Uh, check out some videos that we've done over there as well and uh, some other fun stuff that uh, now that the weather's turning warm, uh, Drew and I have some some other fun things planned. And Doug, Drew, and I have a, a sketch or two that, we're, that we got in the works and believe me, you are not going to want to miss one of them. It's going mm-hmm. to be incredible. I'm just saying bodysuit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. While you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe to us, review us. Please tell us what you think of this. Uh, let us know uh, on any of the social medias, but specifically on iTunes and Stitcher. Please, like, Let us know what you think of, of, of this. Leave a review and let other people know. And if you like it, share it. Sharing's caring. Yes, indeed. And uh, let's end with uh, this simple lyric. Closing time. Really? Because on Monday it says you're open later. Hashtag skeptical lyrics. Boom. Mind Gap Podcast. <laughs>